Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. Welcome back to the second episode of the Ballers Dynasty League podcast. Today we're going to go through a draft recap, dive into some of the players' picks. Uh, to help me back, Stormo is here. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. How you doing? All good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. A bit hot, but uh, looking forward to episode number two. It has been steaming today. Uh, we have a third member of the league joining us, helping us out today as well. So, Rob, welcome to the pod. Thank you very much. How's it going? Very well. Um, probably just as hot as, as you two. It is very hot here as well. Just no breeze. No breeze at all. Right, so I thought we would have a bit of a rundown on the draft, uh, chat about a couple of moments in the draft, and then dive into some of the picks. Uh, how did your draft go? Um, you know, it's always tough doing a fantasy uh, dynasty draft because uh, you just never know what you're going to get and it takes forever. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Uh, but you Drafting know, who so really different with it? Dynasty, it's a different different type of uh, draft altogether, isn't it? Yeah, you got to look so much differently, haven't you? Really. So um, I, I think my team's decent enough to compete this year. I'm a big fan of not only building for the future, but going for a win in the first season as well. So I'm I'm, I'm happy with what I've got. Rob, did you get your boys? I got a few of my boys. Um quite pleased with some of the, the later picks. Um, I felt like I did the same as Storm and not only went for something this season, but built for the future. So a first of my uh, few picks at the start were seasons ahead in mind. Um, but yeah, got, got a few good ones. Curtis Samuel, uh, Robert Woods, got the number one man, Joe Burrow as well. Quite pleased with those. Um, just, just didn't get... Galen Riga, someone else just got there a little bit ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Storm, you could probably draft for me. Uh, name some guys that I've gone for in the past and see if I've got them on my team. Well, pity I can read you like a book, man. Um, you love Debo Samuel? Got him, yeah. yeah see? Uh, you love Williams, Preston Williams? The Ooh, can't, remember, can't remember if I got him or not. You definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else do you like? You like Gasecki? Is that how you pronounce his name? Gasecki, yeah. I don't think I got yeah. him this time. Yeah. No, I got him that time. Yeah, see, he's, yeah. One, of, he's, he's one of your favourites. Uh, my, my boy. You know my boy. Your, your big boy. Um, you, you, the one that you've written about all this time. Well, it's Cooper Cup. I've got him. Yeah, you got oh, a cup. Yeah. Uh, you my like Hurst? Yeah, new boy Hurst. Yeah, Hurst is on there too. Yeah. You've got, him. you got a strange crush on Matty Ice. Yes. <laughs> I've done since, I've done since uh, <laughs> when I watched the uh, Falcons on yeah. Hard Knocks. Loved him. As anyway, I told you, man, Lee... I pretty much draft for you. Draw for you. <laughs> Lee managed to get his love of his life. He got braided, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Someone needed to, shame. Oh, we did, 
And likewise, Duffer, he managed to get his one and only. Got a nice little one-two combo in the first two rounds, didn't he, with Thomas and Breeze? Yeah, he loves his loves his Breeze. Yeah, he, he went super early, which actually moves us nicely onto some of the draft events where Duffer taking Breeze made uh, at 207. I mean, that is early, early for Breeze. Really, really early. Uh, although I've always said you've got to go for the players that you like, whichever helps makes you enjoy the game, go for them. So seems to do what I've just done in my drafts, as Stormo's just said, all the guys that I go for are all the same. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, going back to Duffer and Breeze, I actually got Dan proper flustered. Uh, it took him a while to choose a guy and not ended up panicking. Uh, he got himself a quarterback just in case there was going to be a run. But to be fair, it worked out very well. He took Jackson. So that should be his quarterback for many, many years to come. So he doesn't need to worry about that position. And only take... If you're going to, go to panic... You carry on, Rob, sorry. So if you're going to panic Vicky, um, a quarterback, then uh, Jackson is a pretty decent option. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd be happy with that. Drafting's weird because it only takes one one to go and then the next person take one for a run to start and then completely throw everything off, doesn't it? Throw everything up, yeah. Exactly. Which actually means, Stomo, I want to talk to you about your draft. You threw me big time with how you drafted. You threw out your draft style and went quarterback early and tight end early. Took quarterback with your second pick and a tight end with your fourth. What's going on? Well, um, I actually don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, I never take a quarterback early, so I don't know why I jumped in, in on it so early then. Um, I know at one point I was going to take Jackson and Mahomes, but I thought that would be a waste. So I just, you know, took my book, chucked it out the window and just went crazy. So <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey were both staring at me. So I was like, okay, let's have them. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, to be fair, dynasty, you want to get yourself a good quarterback, like we said about Dan getting Jackson. You've got a quarterback for the future. You're going to have to worry about him for uh, 10 years now. I normally am. Um, I'm quite good with like drafting up and coming tight ends that have a good season and then become great the next. But I was like, I'm just going to have Kelsey and then not have to worry about that, hopefully. Because you had Dar- Darren Waller is one of your favorites from last time. Is that right? Yeah, I had Waller last year. He had a great year. I had Kittle the year. He exploded. I had, uh, oh, I've had all sorts. I've had. Oh, I mean, I've done well with tight ends over the years. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to make a point on is pick number 902. <laughs> Lee takes an age to think about it and eventually takes Mims. Uh, I think <laughs> this was probably the longest draft pick that we had for the whole entire draft. So all eyes on Mims for the future. It's annoying as I think he could actually do really good for the Jets as long as Gase does one. <laughs> Yeah, there's not a lot there, is there, in terms of talent. So, Mims could get the ball quite a lot this season and in the future. Yeah, just need Gase out. Get Gase out, and he'll be he'll be sweet. I think he'll be a good player for for Lee. Unfortunately, I think Lee was the only one working, wasn't he? So that's why apparently he took the longest. But yeah, we were just sitting waiting forever. <laughs> we had a slow side of the draft and a quick side of the draft, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. You know, my favourite thing about the draft is, right, obviously there's an eight-hour clock and people flip out if you take longer than ten minutes. <laughs> on the clock, mate. You're on the clock. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I love it's it. It's been an hour now. 
Hey, that is directed at me, which I totally get because I kept on. <laughs> you were on top of it, and uh, if there was only people like you in other drafts that we've done this season, you know, we'd have gotten through them days earlier. Just there's a lot of uh, a lot of the problem with the sleeper app. It doesn't send notifications all the time, so I only say it just so that everybody knows they're on the clock, just in case they missed out. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you look at the 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 fast end. And there's me and the two of you and Mark. And we don't really have anything to do in the day, do we? You know, we just sit there. No. We're on sleeper all the time. We're just waiting for our pick. And then it's gone. <laughs> done in 30 seconds. Done. Fish, bash, push, and away we go. It was good. I enjoyed it anyway. Rob, you wanted to uh, have a little chat about uh, the mini defense run that we had. It was, I think it was six defenses picked. In three rounds, starting with Lee at 10 9, uh, and then with Thacker at 12 5. Mm, really, really early on. But what is quite nice about all these uh, six defences is they performed very well last season. Um, obviously, the Pats have lost quite a lot of their defensive players this season, but you know they've got a lot of talent there that are going to be there for you. Um, and actually, Five of the six were in the top five. Um, I actually really like uh, Lee's pick at 10-9 because I think the Ravens are going to be the number one defence with the people they've picked up this season. Yeah, they're going to be rubbish. Uh, and they're, going to be, they're going to be hard to beat. Defense, defense is a funny one, isn't it, really? Because you never know. Um, I've been stung with defence, taking them early. And, you know, they're predicted to do well and then the next year they just bomb. So I tend to just hold back a bit and then have two and then hope for the best because you never know. But yeah, as you say, Ravens, yeah, a lot of Ravens, people, Ravens are looking good. A lot of people scoff about defences because they just everybody scores the same. But we've got a slightly different scoring system, which means that one defence could score minus five points and another would score 50 points. So it's uh, finding that balance of being able to get a good one that'll get you through, but also one where you can wait mm-hmm. a little longer to get more... Uh, more value in the picks earlier on. Absolutely. All right, to so, so fin- finish off the draft, we had Mr. Irrelevant, which was Benny Snell for the running back at Steelers. He was picked by Simon. Yeah, so um, looking at these players on here, there's quite a wide variety. And the question I've got for the two of you, and I'll tell you mine after I hear yours, out of those players there, who do you think is going to have the biggest impact, not just this season, and you can talk about this season, but in the future as well? So out of the players in the last couple of rounds? Yeah, just the last Just, just the last, the last round. round. You've got the list in front of you, Storm. Yeah, yeah, no, I've got it, yeah. Um, it's so hard. It's so, so hard. Um, go on, Peter, you go first, and then I'll, I'll, give, I'll chip in with mine. All right, so, well, we had uh, Benny Snell, Mike Boone, Greg Olson, Colin Johnson, Bo Scarborough, Jason Sanders, Jeff Wilson, Randall Cobb, Rashad Perriman, and Isaiah Coulter. Um, I'll take mine out of the uh, equation because I think it's going to be rubbish. For me, I think... I really like Randall Cobb. I know that's a weird pick, mm. but I think it's either Mike Boone or Randall Cobb for me. I think Cobb will uh, have a good 
good new uh, season. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's not got many players um, against him. I mean, he's got Will Fuller, injury prone, and then you know the path for him is pretty good to get in in the starting team. Um, I you know this season, Greg Olson, you know. Got to go with the guys you look like. I think that's important. <laughs> yeah, um, he's going to be the Titan one. I mean, Will Disley is going to be injury prone again. He's suffered some pretty bad injuries. And Greg Olsen just seems to last the test of time all the time. But I don't think we can rule out Benny Snell either. I think James Conner, he's injury prone as well. And, you know, there's, there's some options in that backfield. And Benny Snell could be one of them. He's fancied by quite a few experts this year. I do like Snell. Yes. I mean, to be fair, I'm Steelers biased, but you don't. Yeah, you're biased. you're quite biased. Um, I think Cobb's a good one, but if Fuller stays fit, I think Cobb will fade out personally. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Rob. Rob himself, Mr. Olsen, I think. Greg uh, yeah, Olsen. If, if he can, if he can <laughs> keep that foot right, um, I, you know, Wilson loves a good tight end, and I say Disley's also got some injury prone, so. But yeah, it'll be a good one-two combination if they can both stay fit. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Rob, I'm handing over the next part of the uh, pod to you. Go for it. So what I was looking at is, um, I love I love my stats. So I had a look at who took the most and least in each position. Um, so for running backs, there's a massive difference between the number of running backs that people took. So Simon Dan took 11 running backs out of the 30, and Lee only took six. Right. And one of them was the finalist, Mike Boone, in the final round as well. So there's not a lot of choice for Lee, but Simon and Dan have got plenty to play with. The scoring works quite well for running backs in this league as well. Even though it's a PPR, uh, running backs score quite high if you get the right ones. Oh, yeah. Um. There's actually another swing to the opposite way. So Lee took 13 wide receivers out of the 30. Um, had a nice little run from the 25th to the 28th round, took some of the backups. But um, one, two, three, four, five of his first 10 picks were wide receivers as well. So he's got some talent up top too. And Davin Susie only took uh, eight wide receivers themselves, didn't he? Yeah, um, and again, this three of Susie's were in the top seven. Um, so she's got three up front, and there's a, a few dotted down further down, including Darius Slayton and Nikhil Harry. Uh, Alan Lassard as well at 22. You know, that could be a great pick um, if he ends up being the wide receiver. Well, team. to be fair, there's no wide receivers on that team anymore, so you <laughs> could end up getting <laughs> <No. there. laughs> Um, quarterbacks, Chris, uh, took five, um, including one that we had a bit of a discussion about with Michael, Malcolm Perry. <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, he's could a, decide where, where he was playing. A wide receiver turned quarterback, slash quarterback turned wide receiver. Tyson, Tyson, Tyson Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's pretty much, yeah. Um, you know, concrete start with Russell Wilson and then has gone with Jimmy G. Jordan Love, I, I really like Jordan Love as a, as a pick, you know, Rogers, question, there's question marks about him every season, isn't there? We were 
talking about him before and the choke. I right, see. I'm you know I'm all in on Rogers. I think he's going to be an absolute baller. It's his secret crush. Well, I'm hoping so. <laughs> he's definitely one of my good picks in some of the other leagues I've got. Um, kickers. Um, Your doggy wants to join in this conversation. I think that's outside the uh, outside the window. One second. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously the kickers is something that you can ch- chop and change pretty much every week but uh, again Chris took three um, including Jason Sanders with his final pick got Jake Elliott, Jason Myers Jason Sanders likes the Jays <laughs> uh, and then the tight ends and defence is pretty much the same all round so between four and three Titans each and then between two and three defences each as well. I think Chris and Tuzi took three defences each, you know, just playing the field a bit. It's a tough one because this, um, this actual starting team is a lot bigger than any of the others I've played in. So I think six running backs for the season in a three-man start plus flex is going to be tight. Uh, he's going to definitely be wide receiver heavy. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, His it's, it's, are all it's definitely wide receiver. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of a new field, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Kickers, kickers are kickers, man. If I could take one, I probably would, to be honest with you. <laughs> Swap them in and out of the yeah, bye week. Yeah, just get a new one on the bye week and then just use this spot for someone else. I tend to go for a good one that I know is going to be all right. And then as a backup, I can use my backup as my waiver flex and see who's going well. That way I can keep my good kicker and then flex in and out of choosing a different kicker for bye weeks. Yeah, let's see, like, thinking about it now, I couldn't even tell you who my kicker is. <laughs> uh, well, Pitsy, you got the book kicker. The who? And, oh, uh, Harrison Booker. Ah, yes, I love Booker. <laughs> and then, Stormo, you've got Matt Gay and Chris Boswell yep, yep. as the two. See, I have taken two. But my team's full and I need to, you know, sort it out. So one kicker will probably be first to go if I need space. Easy to throw away. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Matt Gay is a bye week thirteen. Yeah, that's why. So you know, plenty, plenty. That's of time probably there. why I took him. To be honest with you, I like a good bye week at the end for your kicker. Then you ain't got to worry about him. Nice. Um, so I also had a look at the number of rookies. Obviously, every year from now on, that's all we will take. We'll take rookies. But um, it was interesting to see the proportion of rookies that people took for this first draft. Um, and again, there is a wide number in differences. So Dan took 12 rookies out of the 30. Rousers. That's a lot. Mm. Uh, we've got, I mean, we've, to be fair, it's um, good though. Like I said, it's going to be in Dynasty. You're going to be playing for the future, and a lot of the uh, rookies can be put on, or three rookies can be put on Taxi Squad. And to be fair to him, the, the rookies they did take, some of them have got. Good shouts and playing a lot this season already. So you've got Pittman. You know, he's going to be uh, a beast. Yeah, I love Pittman in, yeah, in the NHL. He's got, uh, he's got Kashawn Vaughan. Again, there's been a bit of, you know, who's going to be the lead. And this was this was done before. It was uh, a bit more of a decision was made. Uh, Anthony McFarland. Got him as well. You know, with question marks over Connor, who's going to take that backfield if he does go out? And uh, 
Also got two. He got two runs quarterback. Two runs. Well, so if he starts cooking, he's going to throw him in, and they can get rid of whatever he's got. But he's, I think he's putting two on his taxi squad. See how it goes, and then he can mm. pull him out later, can't he? Great move. Uh, then you've got Devin Asiasi and Lynn Bowden, who there's been a bit of talk about them in the last few weeks as well. Um, well, the Patriots. Asiasi could be the tight end one. I was going to say Patriots need uh, need someone to throw to, so uh, their mm. new tight end will be up there for them. <laughs> and then right at the other end, you've got Susie, who only took two rookies. So she's gone with experience over over youth for for her dynasty initial draft. Yeah, because you need to because I think you either need to put three people on taxi or hope someone goes on to IR because you need we drafted thirty players for twenty eight no twenty seven slots. Twenty seven spots, yeah. So either three people need to go on to that taxi squad or IR. Otherwise you're cutting people. So interesting move. See what happens with that. Mm. What do you think about your uh, rookies, Pitsy? Claypool, obviously, uh, homeboy. Love him. I think. I hope he's going to be uh, the next next big thing. Well, that'll be just depends on uh, Big Ben throwing. Really, uh, we've got Lamb and Van Jefferson, the two wide receivers who are hopefully going to be uh, big. And then I ended up opting for um, Ethan for my quarterback to stick on my uh, taxi squad to see how he gets on. Four, four rookies for you is quite light in a dynasty, Picky. You, uh, Pitsy. You're quite a r- rookie-heavy person to start with normally, so that's um, it's quite surprising to see that you've only got four. Yeah, I kind of let the draft get away from me. I think I was concentrating on a couple of things and then I forgot all about my uh, rookie. I think quite a lot of rookies went quite early and I ended up missing out on a few that I wanted, so I ended up just getting the ones that I wanted rather than throwing any old rookie in. Mm. Summer, what about yours? You got seven. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with mine. Um, Swift, obviously, expected oh, big things. Swift, um, yes, I think he's going to be great. My um, my big big one, obviously, I'm a big believer in Mr. Justin, Mr. Kelly. At the Chargers, it's going to be the new steam train there. So I've got a funny feeling he's going to overtake Jackson uh, as the number two, and him and Eckler are going to form that one-two punch. And I think that's going to happen quite early on. But I just yeah. I've got this yeah. strange feeling about Justin De- Jefferson at the Vikings. I've drafted him in a lot of leagues as uh, Thielen's Thielen's number two, and I've just got a feeling he's going to blow up this year. I don't know what it is, um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with those. And I've got Keep some ones to look out for in the future. I was going to say, I was just about to say Gandy Golden, something that yeah, I, yeah. I think he could be uh, quite good at Washington. Yeah, definitely. He could actually be one of the rookies who's in with getting a decent amount of volume straight from the off as well. They've got a young re- young receiver core, haven't they, really? Because they've got a decent rookie last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. What do you think? Just having a look through, like, Simon, with his rookies, I've, I've only got... Um, Clyde highlight at the moment, but then you've got Gibson afterwards as well. With with what happened recently, you know he could have made some pretty decent running back picks there. Yeah, like I say, with the the way that running backs score in this league, it's uh, it could end up being quite a, a good little move. That. Mm. What about your draft for your rookies, Rob? I only took four, but. To be fair, I took three of them within the first four rounds. Um, Rob Burrow, obviously, 
JT, you know, that, that picture that came out with him holding the ball, he he looks like he could scare COVID off the field, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> he looks like Midcoff, big. He's massive. Mm. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I think he's like he's got a, he's got a future at Baltimore. Um, Stocks absolutely loves him, and, and that's kind of been passed on to me because I have uh, I wanted Dobbins, but you got him before I could. Well, let's see, let's see where it goes. Uh, I think at the moment he's sat in my taxi trade, squad. Trade, trade, uh, trade. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, also got you know I talked to Matt Moore already, the number one, the Heisman, the Natty Championship winner. Joe Burrow, uh, I think he's going to throw a base. He's going to get a combined 400 yards of scrimmage this season. That was my safe take, you know. So, you know, I think he's going to light up the Bengals, especially if he's got AJ Green back at full fitness. It's you mean the Bengals are rather than 400 yards? Yeah. <laughs> now he's only getting 400 all season, man. <laughs> That's the safe take. He's, he's we'll definitely going to get 400 yards. <laughs> yeah, I like the look of Burrow. He was great at LSU, but man, it's the Bengals. I'll, of course, I just can't wrap my head around it. Um, but How I hope the he new, just does it. new head coach. I know he was the new head coach last season, but yeah. I think everything they've got some weapons back. I reckon he'll be okay. AJ I Green's back for him. Yeah, I hope they don't fail. Or he doesn't fade like mm. some of the other rookies have. I want him to do well. The problem is he's a Bengal, so I don't want that to happen either. <laughs> Just like uh, J.K. Uh, Dobbins is a Raven, I don't want that to happen either. Yeah, man, I want him to run all over you. He's going to get three, 300 of his 400 yards against you, Burrow is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Nice, boys. Uh, I reckon we'll call that, call that there. Nice little chat. I think we've got some things to talk about uh, next time round. Uh, just give us a little sneak peek, Rob. Yeah. So, looking at the the whole the whole draft, um, it would be good for us to have a look at who we thought was the best value pick that each player took, and then who the best dynasty pick was that each player took as well. So, which rookie that you think they got at the best value? Nice, and I reckon if we throw in some uh, more uh, backstory into the players in the league and their biggest losses, maybe, or I'll have a look on the uh, history of the uh, the leagues that we've been in, and we'll see if we can get some other good stats out of finding out about them too. Sounds good. Yeah, season is approaching. Not long now. I know. We'll be getting some podcast oh, yeah. mid mid games. That'll be good. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. All right, guys. Nice so until ne- next time, yeah. Till next, next time. Till next time.